This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerdette. Hello. How the hell are you? What's going on? I'm good. Yeah, you look a little uh, familiar now lately. Uh, I know last episode we were talking about how nice the weather was. And now it's freaking freezing and you're wearing that giant slicker again. Whatever the hell you want to call that thing that keeps you nice and toasty. It's a cozy... What is wrong with this thing? I don't understand. 
I just didn't think we'd ever need anything like that down here. I thought we moved down here. It was going to be beautiful weather, 24-7, but it was fucking freezing this morning. Yeah. It's a freaking nightmare. I'm over it. Yeah, so am I, but good times are coming here in South Carolina, and the weather should be, you know, getting back to where we're comfortable, at least in a 70-degree range, but what's going on? Today's Monday. Uh, you know, we're recording the show on Sunday, obviously. We're doing our little... uh not a lot's happened here, man. It's been a pretty pretty beaten down weekend. Just kind of hung out and did nothing. What about you? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing on. You gonna watch anything? No. There was there was nothing to watch. Well, you did find a new podcast you were listening to. Yeah, that I'm yeah, I'm I'm listening to uh, Together Mess, and that's really good. But there's only they only do one a week, and there's only like twenty episodes or twenty something episodes. I'm almost done with it, and they're really quick, like thirty forty minutes long. These are the people from your uh, so Big Brother show. It. Yeah, uh, Jeff and Jordan, who I have loved since, like, I don't know, forever ago. They were on Big Brother 11. How many uh, are they on now? The two of them. Well, how, how many uh, Big Brothers have there been? What, oh, what 20, 25. We just finished 25, I think. Oh, shit. I think this was 25. We? Yeah. You're a part of the team. Well, no, it just wrapped. <laughs> know, it literally just wrapped in the... In, like November, yeah. I think I think that was twenty five, and they were on season eleven, and then they did the Amazing Race one season, whatever. But they crack me up. They're they're just the funniest fucking couple. So I don't know. Were they gay or something? You said Jeff and Jordan, right? No, Jordan's a female. Uh, really? Yeah. I never met a female named Jordan. I know there are some like that singer Jordan Sparks. She's but... she's just she's she cracks me up, man, because she doesn't like. I don't know. Yeah. She's the sweetest thing, but she doesn't really know about everything. Like a good example is like uh, on the Amazing Race, they had to go find Joan of Arc, whatever the fuck season that was, it was years ago. They had to go find Joan of Arc in some like center of the the city, and she was in the car talking to her husband. Like, yeah, he's the one that got all the animals <laughs> on oh, the ark, no. and he's like, she. She, she Joan is a she, and he, she kept saying it over and over again. She was getting it confused with Noah's heart. Noah's heart. Oh god! So she's like that, and she cracks me oh. up, and he's like so freaking patient. It, it, it's funny. I, I love them. So whatever. But that's what I've been listening to. Do you even talk about Big Brother, or is it just about the that? the first episode? They talked about Big Brother trying to introduce themselves, like how people know them and stuff. And they've talked a little bit about behind the scenes, but it's mostly about them. And their kids and like their home life and oh, good. and funny stories and about stuff that have happened to them over the years. So like that type of thing. It's not a Big Brother podcast. Well, I'm glad you found so, something. I'm so freaking... I don't know how I found it. Well, you I have no Big fucking idea stuff. how I stumbled on it. Yeah. But I'm so glad I did because I, I would rather listen to that than any other podcast. So I'm glad you found something though because you don't watch TV. No. You're not watching any TV. You're just watching old ass like reality shows. That's all I see you doing anymore. Yeah, that's on um, Paramount Plus has a challenge channel, so I just have it on there, and it's kind of like on in the background while I'm tapping the it's iPad been playing my game. I'm concerned about you. I, I'm starting to get a little concerned. That's what Sherry said too. She's like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. I'm like, uh, "We need to have a uh, Voices of Misery intervention." I I'm think fine Sherry and I need I'm to not... sit you down in a room. Goodness. 
And just, and just have a conversation with you. The people that represent Nielsen that sent you that survey a while back will be there. We'll have, yeah, well, uh, back when they sent me that survey, there was good shit on TV. Yeah. There was revenge and Once Upon a Time and fucking Grey's Anatomy was awesome. So what the fuck like, wrong there, was, there was good TV. There ain't shit now. I mean, why don't you just watch it? You haven't watched everything, and there's a lot of things that you won't even give a chance. And I yeah. feel like that's where I excel now. That's my strength and your weakness. Is that yeah, I'm willing to try me, anything. I'm not going to bother. I'll just I'll just put it on. I, I will put it on. I don't give a shit. You, you want me to try to watch some freaking super? I will put it on and give it a shot. Yeah, good for you. I can't be like that. I used to not be able to until I got surprised a few times. I think you need to start doing that, man, because you've gotten through the things that your sisters watched, your your, your old friend was watching, and now you're yeah, the caught up to what, watch stuff together. Yeah, but like you're caught up to what they've watched and they don't yeah. watch anymore, so now you're back at like square one where you don't know what the fuck to do because you <laughs> because need I'm leaders. I'm telling you, all those shows ended. Yeah. And there are no other shows like them. There, there's uh, not. There's so many yeah. fucking reality shows now. Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that. A lot of cop shows. Nope. Take a pass on that. I can't. I can't get into that. There's mm. like 10 NCIS shows out there. No, thank you. Like, it's just not TV for me. Eventually, I wonder if I'll get to that point, too. It's like, no, I don't, I'm not even going to bother, no, it's, it, no. Shit. Mm-mm. Yeah. I got stuff that i just been putting 10 on. 10 fucking years ago, 15 years ago, TV was good. It's, it's shit now. Why don't you do what I've been doing? Like, this is what I've been doing. So you basically caught up with what you've been doing, which yeah. is nothing, right? So I watched the movie called Queen Pens last night. Oh, really? I watched that a long time ago. Did you really? Yeah. See, I was just scrolling through, uh, I think it was on Netflix. Netflix, yep. That, this is why I did it, to test the freaking commercials. Oh, okay. Because T-Mobile, our plan was including Netflix for free, and then they sent us a thing saying, hey, it's going to change, and it's going to have ad supported, which is like, oh, great, T-Mobile's making it seem like a big fucking deal. Like, hey, we're upgrading your plan to include ads. Like, oh, doesn't sound like an upgrade to me, motherfuckers. You didn't give me, at least give me an extra screen. Give me from, like, two to three screens. HD, something. This is what it is. Okay. It's like a 20-second pop-up. It's like a 20-second commercial for, like, fucking gum. That's exactly what it was for me. It was an ad, and then it went to something else, and then it was back to the show. But what does that have to do with Netflix? Uh, They want money. You would think they would have, like, commercials with shows that they have on there. Well, that's what Stars does, because we have Stars with no ads. Yeah. But if you play Stars for the first time in a day or something like that, it'll show you a a TV show preview that you can't skip. Yeah. And then it's the rest of the day, you're good. But, I mean, at least I can understand you're promoting something that I might want to watch. Yeah. So it's weird to have a gum commercial on Netflix. This Queen Pins movie was pretty damn funny, man. It starred Kristen Bell and uh, Joel McHale was in it, and Vince Vaughn was in it. The guy who plays the fat guy, the fat older guy in Cobra Kai, who wants to be a Cobra Kai guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's in it. And there was one cameo that made this movie phenomenal for me. And it's weird how like this person showed up in this thing because it was a person I talked about on the show a few times, and it was the uh, pop singer. I think she sings pop, the one who got hit in the face with a bottle that I was smitten by when I looked her up and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> B.B. Rexa yeah. is in this movie and plays the coolest character in the whole thing, the one that was helping him hack shit, the one that sold the black chick's identity. I know it's yeah. been a long time since you've seen it, but she sold black chick's identity and she's like, oh, this girl that stole my identity can help us you know, do this thing. But anyway, I kind of went a little bit ahead of myself. I got excited about B.B. Rexa. <laughs> but Kristen Bell plays this character who's really anal and uptight. About everything. And money is her thing. Saving money is her thing. So she gets obsessed with couponing. And, uh, you know, if you've ever worked cashier at a supermarket, you hate these kinds of people. 
They come they up. They have 50 million freaking yeah. coupons. Yeah. It's like they got a bunch of weird items in their cart. They might have like 10 cans of tuna, like like really specific items, like four bottles of two liter Coca-Cola. And you're looking and you're like, okay, these are everything that's in our flyer this week. Because mm-hmm. you know as a cashier, you, you you know what the deal is. Everything in there. And then they pull out a fucking, like a, like a folder from their fucking purse. Yeah, it's all organized and stuff, like yeah, dairy man. coupons and meat coupons. This one woman had like clear baggies when I was a cashier, <laughs> and each one, she would unzip it, and then they would all have like paper clips on them with days of the week and shit. She had her shit together. I, I would want this lady to do my taxes. That's how good she is. Anyway, she would have all sorts of coupons. Same thing with this Kristen Bell character. She had coupons, and the total was like 150 bucks. And she's like, no, it's not. Came out to like fifteen bucks when she was done with coupons. That's how obsessed she is. Anyway, she's at she's out of work. Uh, Joel McHale is just like a, a guy who doesn't really you know he's really detached from the family because they tried to have a kid and you know it didn't work out. So she became obsessed and put all her energy towards that. He put his energy towards work. She got really good at it, and her friend had like some YouTube channel where she was pitching things. So she's like, "Hey, help me with this coupon business." And they came up with an idea to like steal free coupons for bitching to the manufacturers. How I did with the Zevia thing when I got, yeah. the, but the cans were empty when I when I got them and shit. You said they sent you free coupons. She's like, oh, they just sent you coupons when you bitch. So she was like, where did these coupons originate from? And she found that they were all in some warehouse and they stole the free coupons and they were selling them through a fucking You're website. giving like the whole movie away. No, this I'm not going to get too far into it yeah, besides that. Yeah, this is that. based on a true story. Which is it, it really? Yeah. I had no idea it was That's based on a true I story. That's why I thought it was, it was good. Really? I had no idea. Wow, man! <laughs> I know it was based off a true story because it, yes. it was because it was a shit of comedy. They didn't because you know when it's based off a true story, it, like they try right. to throw in like real. The premise is yeah. based on a true story, a, yeah. a thing that a group of women did. Yeah. So yeah, fucking great movie, man! <laughs> I love this movie. It was funny. It had it. It made me chuckle a few times, mm-hmm. and it kept me engaged. Yeah. And Kristen Bell's really good. I forgot how good of an actress I thought she was at one point. She was pretty decent. She plays that comedy role well. Yeah. So she did really good in that. Joe McHale's a better actor than I remembered. Um, B.B. Rexa is a really good actress. I had no idea because she had dark hair. And then the camera showed like a side profile of her. I'm like, yep, that's B.B. You, you can just tell when you see that, all the all, all she's got going on there. So I watched that. That was a really good movie called Queen Pen. So check that out, uh, if anything, but to give uh, B.B. Rexa a click on her IMDb profile. I did watch another one. Uh, it's a movie called Demonic, and it was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I only made it about 30 minutes into this movie before I turned it off. It was just a, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you and say a lot of the times when I see a movie, I'll just click on it if it's got a cool picture. Yeah. I won't even read the description. I'll see like a haunted house with like, like on fire and it's dark and there's like a moon. I'm like, oh, that looks like a good one. I'll just click on it. I don't give a shit. I will be surprised. I don't care if it's another language. If it, if it looks cool, I'll watch it. And this one got me, man. I was like, this looks fucking cool. It had like a cool demon symbol and shit. I'm like, I am in. I'm ready to go, man. I fucking went and made a little snack. I got in the room. I'm ready to get scared. I should have known this movie was going to suck when I saw Ted from fucking Shit's Creek was the main character in this. The fucking vet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, let me give it a shot. <laughs> and I hated him on that show, too. I, didn't, I thought he was just an idiot. I, I saw him in another thing. I didn't like him. But other than that, I didn't really watch anything else. I'm almost done with that Outlander show. Um, got about Jeez. three more episodes to go until season seven's done. Getting ready to go to season eight. And I'm going to be honest with you. This show, I can't I can't even give it a final score because it ain't complete yet. But I would love to. 
Because <laughs> actually, I don't know. Maybe I'm happier that this show had, like hasn't finished yet because I, I don't know how to score this one because they've got some really good ideas. They're just not implemented well. In a show about time travel, they really just don't go there with the time travel. I mean, you've got people going back exactly 200 years yeah. from the day and time that they're in right this moment. You go back 200 years, and they are doing things that you shouldn't have been able to do 200 years ago. Well, why don't they go back? Are they stuck there? Dude, like, how that's does that happen? million-dollar question. So, so they're just in this time the, the whole time. But they can go back. They just don't. They, they just don't. The, so I understand why the main character didn't go back. Because she went back there. She fell in love with this guy. And obviously certain people can time travel and certain can't. Like some people can and some can't. You have to go to these stones. If you hear this certain sound, you put your hand on the stone, you can time travel. Some people can hear it. Some people can't. The ones that can hear it can time travel. And that's how you have a thing where why can't they all just go? Yeah. Because the guy can't go. And she's in love with him. So she's staying with him. Okay, I understand. She had a baby with this guy. And she had to leave with the baby when it was still in her stomach. And she went back into her time and she had the baby. So she had that guy who's been the past baby in the future. And, the, of course, the kid wants to know where her real dad is eventually. And it all kind of comes out. And then once her biological dad... Oh, I'm sorry, not her biological, but the uh, the stepdad dies. How come you never told me about my real father? That shit. So she goes back to meet him. Damn, what, did they jump time? Like, Yeah, they go back and forth. You go to these stones, if you could hear it, you can go back in time. So the daughter goes back in time to meet him. She meets up with the mom, because the mom goes back to see the dad, because she's in love with him. And she she was... It, it's a fuck. It's it's very confusing to explain it. You have to watch the show to understand what the fuck I'm saying. But anyway, they have a free passage. Some people can go back and some people can't. Everything happens in real time. It's not like Back to the Future where if I make a mistake when I go back, I can't just go back and fix it. Time keeps moving. It, it's parallel. So right now in this moment, at this time, if I went back 200 years ago, it would be the same exact time but 200 years ago. And if I stayed there for a week and I came back to this time, it would be a week later in this time. I wouldn't like pick up where I left off. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So there, there should be real-world ramifications because they're going in the past. And for one instance... The daughter invents, invents, quote unquote, invents matches. Like, like you strike a match and there's a fire. They had, they've never seen this before. They, they were like, what is this? They, they, they were so unimpressed. They didn't care. But that, right, that right there was a golden opportunity to say, hey, you're advancing technology too quick in a time that they weren't ready for this stuff. They obviously didn't have it for a reason. What I would have done in a situation like this is if, and oh yeah, and the the one chick Claire, she is a. Uh, a wartime nurse in 1940. So she's way more advanced with science and medicine than they were in the 1700s. She brings penicillin back there. She brings a whole bunch of shit and is treating these people. So these people would have died had she not have been there. So you have to think that her saving their lives would have changed the whole chain of reactions, you know what I mean? To change the future. Like, hey, this guy was supposed to die in 1755. You saved what penicillin because you did that and, and this could be the daughter coming back to the stones so using the stones back to the past like hey now fucking Hitler is the ruler of the universe yeah because you did this one little thing you didn't think it was going to be a big deal but it caused a chain reaction that's what I feel like they show missed out on I mean how are you going to do time travel and not go there I mean this season 8 is right around the corner that's the one that hasn't been filmed yet the final season and they haven't even hinted at that being a problem yet which is that the final season Right now, I'm in seven. Right, is eight the final season yeah. for sure? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. they, they just haven't. I just figured once it was out, they were going to renew it again. Yeah, I hope not. 
<laughs> I, I hope not. That's what I was asking. Like, how do you know it's the final season? It needs to be the final <laughs> season because this one should have been the final season. They're finishing everything up. Oh, okay. All right. And it just seemed like some people are happy, some people are back where they're supposed to be in, their, in the right timelines. And, of course, the, 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 the chick Claire ain't going to leave this, this Scottish dude that she fucking fell in love with in 1740. She ain't leaving him. But the daughter has a guy, and, and she has her own kids, and they're back in the future now. Well, in, in the present where they're supposed to be. So everyone is where they should be and in the fucking show. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not a bad show. It's just they they did what I hate TV shows do, and that is you fucking get too graphic just because you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rape scenes are just so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have gotten the same shit across if you if you show it happening to start to happen, then you fade to black. And then you just talk about it in the next scene, like, oh, man, the things that happened to me in there, I don't even want to talk about it. It was so bad, the unspeakable things this man did to me. Why do you have to show it? You know, like, why? it's just, it's just a, I don't know. It's just really gross. Almost as gross as these shoes that Cherry told me to tell you about. These fucking Echo Storms. Did you see these things? Yeah, they're Croc sneakers. Croc sneakers. Yeah. What What's wrong with that? I mean, you asked what I wanted to do with income tax. I'm thinking I might need a pair of Croc sneakers. They are some of the ugliest <laughs> shoes I have ever seen. I mean, can you imagine if a bunch of people in, like, you know, the hood were wearing these sneakers? And then, like, you know, the cops show up and they're all running because, you know, people, you know, they do horrible shit. And then they're hiding and you see a fucking bright-ass pair of shoes and a pair of bushes. It's like you, you can't hide with these things. And you can't well, do much of anything. Have, maybe they have duller colors, you know? No, they're bright as fuck. They were, like, highlighter colors. They're really orange. They're really, like... Yellow, they're just. But I bet they're comfortable. They probably are. They're probably the best shoes to wear. Probably feel like walking on clouds. Yeah. So you're saying you want these things now? (laughs) Fucking amen. (laughs) I don't know about these things. Oh, God. All right, so let's hop on into the show here. I didn't really do much of anything, man. Work's been work. You know how that goes. It's just, it it, it sucks, you know? Who the hell says anything good about work? You haven't, no. What? You haven't worked. You keep taking these days off. I'm taking days off. I, I, I am. We literally did a show on Friday. You took Friday off, mm-hmm. so you haven't worked. Yeah. No, I worked Monday through Thursday. I worked Monday through Thursday. I took Friday <laughs> off so I could have a long weekend. I mean, the thing is, is like you give us a day. You give us one day every month on top of our regular. I'm going to use that shit the first day you give it to me, man. I'm just, I'm just stealing it. And that's, that's what you did, too. They give you one a month on February 2nd. Boom, used it. I was staring at that time. The second I saw it go from zero to one, used I think that's so funny. Fuck I it, would man. do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to hold on to it. I'd be like, yeah, fuck this. I can have a three-day weekend. Well, there's something about work-from-home jobs, too, that I feel like these companies are really taking advantage of, man. Even when working from home, I guess the misconception about people who work from home is, oh, they don't do anything. They're working from home. No, man, there's a lot of shit. This job I work at is fucking nonstop. It never ends. I would rather be in an office slacking off and playing fucking Nerf football with people in the office than doing this shit. That's how annoying it is, but I ain't the only person out there that's uh, really uh, attached to their jobs. You hear about this New Jersey cop who was so attached to their fucking job at Uber Eats after they arrested a driver. They fucking finished Uber Eats delivery, and it just happened to be at that chick Snooky's house from the Jersey Shore. Oh, it was her house. It was Snooky's house. I didn't house. know it was her house. I just knew that he fi- he finished the, the delivery. It just happened to be Snooky from the Jersey Shore's house, and yes, this is a wild story. Huh? 
In a wild crossover of duty and delivery, a New Jersey police officer seamlessly transitioned from apprehending an Uber Eats driver to completing the food delivery, finding himself on the front porch of a home belonging to none other than Jersey Shore Snooky. Wow. Officers Mike Slavinsky and Alex Treaty with the Florham Park Police Department were out on routine patrol on January 21st when the bizarre sequence of events unfolded. They initiated a traffic stop around 8.30 that night after a random license plate search revealed the driver had an outstanding warrant out for her arrest in Denville. Wow, so they do that while they're driving around? They just randomly pick a license plate and just start searching people? I guess so. I just figured it was after they pulled you over for speeding or, you know, not stopping at a stop sign, they would run your plate. I didn't know they just did that while they were driving yeah. around. That's crazy. I, I mean, that's I never why... thought they did that. There's there's certain things down here you, you know as a driver, especially in the area that you're in. You kind of know when you're being watched by a cop. And if you're driving and there's one like happens to be in the same lane as you and they're matching your speed, you know there's something up. Yeah. Because cops, especially down here, I don't know about everyone else's area. You may have different cops than us. But here in the south, they will blow right past you like 80 miles an hour in the 35. Yeah. You better be going 35. Mm-hmm. Let them blow past you at eight, but if they're going thirty five into thirty five and you're going thirty five, you're you you better be fucking ten and three. You're straight <laughs> ahead, you better put the phone down, eyes straight ahead on the road, and you better not fuck up because they are on your ass for something. Huh. That is some shit. But yeah. Before the six year old was arrested, she informed the officer she'd been in the process of making a delivery for Uber Eats when they pulled her over. Treaty spotted the McDonald's meal inside the vehicle, worried that a nearby resident could go hungry, decided to make to take matters into his own hands. That poor driver, when they found out that it was Snooky's house, yeah. they were like, damn it. <laughs> this is a pretty cool cop, though, because I wouldn't fucking finish up the delivery. I wouldn't give a shit. Like, hey, your really? fucking driver broke the law. We, Your driver got apprehended. Let the, the delivery company through. I'm, what, are you going to tip the cop? Yeah, hey, uh, how weird would that be? If, like, we ordered your uh, Chipotle or some shit, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, some pimply-faced kid is going to drop your food off, and all of a sudden, the cops are knocking at your door. The light's blaring. They got fucking McDonald's bag in their hand and Chipotle or, or whatever. Wouldn't that just be weird? Wouldn't you think there's something going on? I wouldn't even answer the fucking door. If it's the cops, I'm, a- I'm answering the door. The cops with Chipotle <laughs> in their hand? I'm like, what, is this a trick? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if the cop even knew it was Snooky. Yeah, well, I'm sure. It did. Well, while his partner parked the suspect's vehicle nearby, Treaty headed to a home on Summit Road to hand off the food. When he knocked on the door, the officer was greeted by Johnny Laval, the husband of Nicole Palizzi. Palizzi, uh, famously known as Snooky, starred on the Jersey Shore, Snooky and Wow, and Jersey Shore Family Vacation. He was definitely surprised, but he understood the situation and was very thankful for the kind act that we did. In a post following Treaty's stint as a delivery driver, the police department apologized for the slow service. We think the food got cold, and no, the cop did not get a tip, the the Facebook post read, uh, though Treaty later clarified that his lack of reward had little to do with uh, their generosity. We can't accept tips as government officials. We do have the goodness of our heart, he said. And anyway, he uh, he's not going to change his career to become a driver, but he said this is one of the coolest moments on the job. So there you go. Really cool story. He got a picture with him and everything. If I was her, I'd be so aggravated. The fries, when fries get cold... Uh, no, I'm done. Well, who do you bitch to? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I would bitch to Uber Eats. Yeah, I'd be writing a complaint. Like, look, like it's, you know, mm-hmm. send me free food or something. I don't, I don't like cold fries. I can't. I will not eat them. I won't reheat them. Nope. Yeah, I don't. Once they get cold, I eat the fries first before I even go to the burger or whatever the hell else I'm eating. Yeah, fries are eaten first because I'll eat a cold burger. 
Yeah, once potatoes settle, <laughs> that's though, fine. And the weather, like once they cool, mm-hmm. it's hard to get them back to that sweet spot. Yeah, because then they they get all flimsy and stuff mm-hmm. in the microwave. They're gross. Yeah, they never kind of. Yeah, no. They never cook cook right. Sammy's the same exact way. She has to have her stuff hot too. Well, interesting you brought up Sammy because I do have one here for you that will uh, just be more of a question. Like, what do you think about this situation here? So now parents are using their retirement savings to pay their children's bills. And this is a poll that recently went around and says that a lot of parents are doing this now. They're dipping into their retirement. So around the time they should be retiring, they're going into it to pay their own kids' bills now. Their adult children's bills, which is fucked up. It's a sign of the times, you know. Everything is obviously priced higher. You go to the grocery store, you can't afford food. Your bills come every single freaking month and there's no reprieve from that, you know. You got a story coming up here in a little bit about legal immigrants getting a thousand dollars each from New York every single freaking month now, and there's a lot of them there. So it's like, what the hell's going on? We're not taking care of each other. But anyway, three fifths of parents with adult children gave them financial help in the past year was a Pew Research report. They found that in a new study. The finding illustrates, in case we needed a reminder, that modern parenting does not end when a child turns eighteen. But supporting an adult child can get costly financial. See, you're not in. That's a phrase I don't like. Adult child. But supporting an adult child, there's no such thing as an adult child. I mean, that's it. It cancels each other out. Are you an adult or a child? You can't be both. You can't be a man and a woman. You can't be an adult and a child. You can't. You could can be a childish adult. Well, for some reason, you're an adult when you're 18, but you're still a teen. Yeah. <laughs> 19. 19 you're still too. a teenager. Yeah. So, so what do you think? Twenty should be the new adult age. I don't know. I I just always found that weird. Yeah. Like I, because I, you're still a teenager. You're still a kid. Yeah. Even though you're considered an adult. The only reason I why eighteen it, makes so much sense to us is because that's the way it's always been yeah. for us. I mean, so I, if it I was fifteen, it, fifteen. I mean, if, if it was always considered fifteen from the beginning of time, then we'd be like, well, of course. Well, why is fifteen yeah. the adult age? It's just, it's just, this is the agreed upon number that we mm-hmm. chose, and I don't think that should be it. It should be higher. I mean, why is it 18 for the yeah for the know. military? Yeah, because they want to get you out there and kill them immediately yeah. as soon as possible. They're like, yeah, fucking 18. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird. Well, I, I guess when you factor in the amount of school years, and you get out of school when you're roughly 16, 17, so they say fucking 18. Yeah, that's when you're an adult. It, I, I think it should be like 21, I guess, 22. 25 and your brain's developed who fucking knows we're talking about weird shit but anyway that's the dumbest thing adult child but whatever (laughs) roughly half of under 30 year old adults live with their parents Pew Research has shown that figure has spiked dramatically over the years Americans are marrying later and waiting longer to have children researchers say those trends point to a new life stage tucked between adolescence and full adulthood some term it emerging adulthood snowplow parents clear a financial path for student children so, parents, for the most part, seem ever more inclined to carry on with parenting well past the age of child exists childhood, removing every obstacle in their path. Some researchers call it snowplow parenting, so you're getting all the shit out of the way of your child and just protecting them from adulting on their own. That's right. what this means, basically. So, when you're dead and gone, they don't know what to do. Yeah, ex- exactly. You're raising... <laughs> That's what a, you're doing. Yeah. They're going to have no fucking clue. I mean, you're basically raising losers. Let's move everything out of the way so our kids can walk perfectly down the streets, said Jonathan Abramitz, a psychology professor at the University of North Carolina. It's easier than ever to pay an adult child's bills whether the kid lives with you or not. 
Earlier generations mostly paid their bills by mail. Now everything's on apps or online. That's no excuse. Hey, Dad, can you pay my bill? Yeah, it's easier. All you can do is go on an app and pay it. Well, then why the fuck can't you pay it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 28% of adults aged 18 to 34 receive financial help with household expenses, such as groceries or utilities. In the past year, 25% got a parent's help with a cell phone bill or, screaming, or streaming subscriptions. Rent and mortgage. It's crazy, man. So they're saying that this is a... a fucking pandemic now just children fucking becoming adults but never quite becoming adults and living off their parents teeth forever and it's resulting in parents never being able to leave the workforce or retire on their own will or I mean they're stuck working I, I, I don't understand that because if you're saying there's no jobs out here in the job market is that really the case because your parents are, are paying your bills it's coming from somewhere they're earning yeah, I it would, I, would, I wouldn't pay everything I would want to help but it's not going to be a free ride yeah like, at this point, if you're, like, 18 to 34, whatever the hell that age thing, your ass better have a job. Yeah, you better be doing and something. putting money aside and saving up so you can figure out what you're doing, but you're going to chip in around here. It's not going to be just some fucking free ride. Yeah. When you're freaking 34. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah. no. I don't mind if you stay here if you want to, you know, save money and put it aside. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. But you're going to chip in and you're going to have a freaking job and learn how to take care of yourself. I'm not just going to do everything for you. And the thing is, too, is, like, I don't care what other people do with their lives, but you, you, you got to think of it this way. I mean, parents get older, you know? You don't want them to have to work for the rest of their lives, too. I mean, if you're going to stay in that house, right. at least talk to each other. Be like, hey, listen, if you're going to stay here, we got to come up with a guy coming. I can't work forever. I'm, you know, yeah. 60 years old. Your mom and I want to retire, you know? If you're that age, be like, hey, you help us pay this shit off. We can all fucking chill out and relax and take life easy. And then we right. die and you take over. No more, you know, you figure out a game plan if that's what you want to do. But you can't just be some, I guarantee you the kids that are fucking a part of this article here are doing the fucking, hey, I'm going to go out and drink some fucking Starbucks in the morning, go to the beach. I don't feel like working today. You know, that's what they're doing. That Those are the kind of people that they're talking about here. Not the kind that just are having a hard yeah, go with it. Yeah, just stay home. And that just would not happen. Yeah. Like, no, you, you could stay here, but you're an adult and you need to work. Yeah, you're not going to work and get drunk you know? all day. You're not going to fucking get yeah, high and party. Yeah, you're not going to just go hang out with friends and stuff. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I what your high school years are for. And then you fucking, you know, partying and whatnot. And then you go to college, you do that. But then after that, you settle down. You fucking live your life. There comes a time where you cut the yeah, cord. you got to, I mean, you got to learn responsibility. You have to, because you're not going to be here forever, man. I mean, stop living like you think you are. There's a fact you're not. You're yeah. going to die. You can't let the people that you love so much be lost without you. I mean, that's not that's not how you care for somebody. Yeah, no. you got to get them ready to fucking take care of themselves. That's, that, that is the best kind of love you can give someone, is self-sufficiency. Well, one of Popeye's fan favorite special menu items is returning this month to celebrate Valentine's Day. The fast food chain announced the return of its heart-shaped strawberry biscuits last week. The popular pastries will be sold in a special heart shape in recognition of a, the lovey-dovey holiday, according to multiple media outlets. That's cute. The strawberry biscuits reimagined the chain's much-loved flaky treats, giving Popeye's traditional biscuits a sweet strawberry-flavored spin. Popeye's first offered its traditional biscuits in heart-shaped uh, back in 2019, and debuted its heart-shaped strawberry biscuits last year for Valentine's Day. This year's special menu item is arriving on February 5th today, just in time for the Day of Love. The heart-shaped portion, uh, or the heart-shaped biscuits, are expected to be available through February 25th. 
portion of the customer purchases on Valentine's Day will go to the Popeyes Foundation Serving with Love initiative, according to ABC News. Popeyes isn't alone in bringing special menu items into the fold for Valentine's Day. Chick-fil-A recently announced the return of Valentine's Heart Trays, and Baskin-Robbins said last week that its Love Potion number 31 ice cream and Crazy For You cake will return in time for the holiday. Dunkin' is also rolling out special pastries for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yay! <laughs> you were just looking at some uh, Valentine's Day stuff at the store today. I just like decorations. to look. Yeah, I just like some to decorations. look. <laughs> Why are there decorations for Valentine's Day? I don't know, but I, 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 I was looking and I'm like, wait, I have one. I have one for the door. I don't have anything for inside for Valentine's Day. But isn't that but, a thing for you and someone else? It's, it's not something that you share with other people. So why is there, why are there decorations for this fucking thing? I don't know. To, to make money, man. It's and just, to get people like me to walk down the aisle and touch and look at everything. It just doesn't. I mean, you don't hang a tree outside your fucking house. I'm telling you. You don't put lights up for Valentine's Day. What is I, the point of this? I'm telling you. I think that's what I got to do next year is just leave the tree up all year. And, and just decorate with like candy and chocolate. On Amazon or something. Look for Valentine ornaments and oh. like Halloween ornaments. Like stuff like that. I bet that's a thing. I bet there are people that just leave a Christmas tree yeah. up and decorate it. Every month with something yeah. different. I think that would be like the coolest fucking... Th- I love having the tree up. They probably got one for fucking uh, Halloween with like little bats and ghosts hanging from yes. it and shit. Like orange and black uh, tinsel. I guarantee it you there's awesome. someone that does it. Oh, of course. Weird fucking people, man. Lazy people. They're too lazy to take a tree down. They'd rather no, put they, stuff they on it. No, they decorate it every month. Yeah. They can't be that lazy if they're yeah. going, you know... It's got to cost some serious money to be able to do that. But I think that's a really cool idea. The person who does that probably has a lot of cats in their home. I'm just guessing. (laughs) Just fucking guessing. All right. So that thing I mentioned about New York, it gets crazier and crazier, man. So they're under the direction of Mayor Eric Adams, that piece of shit. They're set to begin a $53 million program that will give illegal immigrant families who have arrived in New York a prepaid credit card. The Immediate Response Card Program, which will be run by New Jersey company Mobility Capital Finance, will begin by giving around 500 illegal immigrant families a credit card to pay for food. The pilot program will replace the food service offered to them as a short-term shelter set up at the Roosevelt Hotel. Why are we doing this, though? Illegal is the key word here. You're breaking But I don't understand. Law. Like, why are we feeding these people? They came here. If we went to Mexico, Why do we have to provide to for them? They chose to come here. Yeah. Figure out where you're going to get Figure your fucking goddamn food. If I like, just show up in to... Honduras out of fucking nowhere. I, we would be stuck trying to hey, figure out how we're going to eat. Hey, I'm here. I'm an American. I'm in your country. Where's my hotel? Where's my debit card? It, yeah, it, it ain't no. going to happen. Maybe they would stop coming over here if they would stop giving them shit. Exactly. Fucking phones and credit cards and shit. Get the fuck out of here with this crap, man. So this is how I like to figure shit out on my own. I don't know if other people do the same thing, but all right, so we have our problem, and that's what the problem is, right? So it's like, okay, so we're giving these people money. It's too many of them. They're out there freaking attacking people, like left and right. But we know this is a problem, but we're encouraging it. So why are we encouraging it? What's the underlying issue? And then you trace it backwards, and it always comes down to election, power, and bullshit. That's all it is. It's it's voter It's voter replacement. That's what this is. They're, they're, they're trying to flood the fucking country with people that will vote for Democrats so they have power forever and they have the majority vote forever. That, that's what they Why want. are they allowed to vote? I mean, they're trying to give them voting rights when they come in. 
Hey, but that's stupid. They're giving them Joe Biden shirts because they think he's a great guy because he's letting them come in and giving them money. So who are they going to vote for? Because they're pushing for them to have voter rights immediately when they come in this country. They they just brought in a million Joe Biden votes. You know, I mean, that's exactly what their thought process is. But anyway, the initiative will work like the state's food stamp program. And illegal immigrants will be instructed to only use the prepaid credit cards at grocery stores, convenience stores, and supermarkets. So this is the problem with this. The food stamp card, you can only use it for food. Why are they giving them anything? But if you're going to give them anything, why don't you give them the thing that they can only use for food, which is what you claim to only want them to have? And replace it with a debit card that you can use for cash purchases. You can you can withdraw cash with a debit card. You can buy alcohol. Smokes, alcohol, shoes. Cigarettes, drugs. Fucking, you can do easier exchanges yeah, for, for useless items. It's great for the local economy there in New York because you've got these immigrants that are seeing more money than they've ever seen in their lives. Fucking spending like they're millionaires knowing that they're going to get this again next month. $1,000 in immigrant money, you know how much money $1,000 would be in their country? They're seeing this now, just given to them in this fucking great country of opportunity. And if, if you're a foreigner, America is a great country for opportunity, right? I mean, that's the fucking way it is now. But anyway, funds in the credit cards will depend varying on the size of the family, but a family of four could receive up to $1,000 a month. So you figure $250 each, each person that you're representing. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure like a single immigrant gets 250 and that's a nice little, you know, alcohol budget for someone who just got off the fucking bus and probably gets free meals wherever they go. They're getting free lodging. This is just essentially free money to do what you like, want. Like, I don't even understand whether, like, okay, you want to help these people, right? So then give them a one-time payment. And I'm, now it's up to you. Yeah, I wouldn't give them shit. Well, I wouldn't either. But I'm just yeah. saying, if they want to just keep throwing all this fucking money around, you, you shouldn't be giving it to them every fucking month. They were beating here's the shit your, Here's your one. I, that's what I'm saying. They're attacking people left and mm-hmm. right. Give them your one stupid payment that you want to give them so freaking badly, but then cut them off. They yeah. have to go find a job. They have to freaking I don't do even something. Want, I don't want these fucking people Oh, I here. don't either. I don't even want them but here. They, they're just going to keep bringing them in and keep giving them fucking more and more money. I don't under, like. I really don't understand it. Are there some in, in this so group annoying. that want, honest to goodness, the American fucking bill of uh, you know shit that they've been sold? Like, yeah, I'm sure some of them want that opportunity. They think it's this great country over here. They think everything, like, we got our shit together. We know a man is a man, a woman's a woman, all other bullshit. You know, and they come over thinking that they have opportunity. Those are good ones, the hardworking ones. But there are a lot of bad ones that they're bringing over here. There's, they're not all good. You see the video of them jumping a police officer, the woman, woman getting raped in the streets, yeah. violence at an all-time high. There were a bunch of them that they just fucking got off a bus and they had their middle fingers up as they're walking past people. With their, you're getting off the bus in our country as a yeah. fucking guest with the middle finger up when you got off the bus. Like, fuck you guys. This is mine. Like, what kind of arrogant ass attitude? These are the kinds of people you don't want. Yeah. And they're letting them in freely unchecked. It's unchecked and here is our money. Their bus gets dropped off in front of a bunch of fucking... Homeless veterans that fought for this country that are hanging out there, can't even get a dollar for a cheeseburger. Yet there's a fucking dude handing out debit cards to these fucking illegal immigrants that are fucking pockets filled with fentanyl. It's going to kill children on the streets. This is unreal, man. And you have to wonder, why are they doing it? It's for a fucking vote. They sold the country out for power. That's what they're doing here. These people are disgusting and evil. So not only will this provide families with the ability to purchase fresh food, it will also give their babies uh, clothing and diapers and necessary things. It's supposed to save New York more than $600,000 a month because they're not going to be on the streets causing more damage, supposedly. That's what they're saying here. 
There's there's no way. There's there's no way in hell. This is not a good look, man. How now this is a serious question for you here. Are yeah. people in New York that fucking stupid? Or is the government there that corrupt and they're just no matter what the people vote for, they're gonna put Democrats in power there because they are completely shitting on their people. They've always done it in New York. They continually shit on their own people, yet they keep getting voted in. So are people that stupid in New York? Or I think they're just, just that corrupt. They don't pay attention. It's a serious know. question. Who knows? How can they be so fucking stupid? You've got a government out there that hates your guts, gives your money to people that are ruining your neighborhoods, and you're going to keep voting for these people. I just, I don't understand it. This is the kind of attitude that we've got going on in this country that's going to destroy everything at the end of the day. But there are bigger problems out there. Yeah. Did you see Target pulling their Black History Month products already? Why? What's wrong? Oh, wait. Was the magnets? Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. It was the Let's magnets read about where it. they got it all wrong. The <laughs> fucking morons. But, uh, but people are mad at Target. Like, Target's the one that made it. Dude. This is... Oh, man. But, I mean... I Let's just read the topic and then we'll okay. give our thoughts. So Target removed the Black History Month product from its shelves this week after a TikTok video went viral showing three civil rights leaders and the item had been misidentified. The video posted by Las Vegas City High School teacher Tierra Espy showed that photos of Carter G. Woodson, W.E.B. Dubois, and Booker T. Washington in a magnetic learning activity all had the wrong names under them. After Epsi posted her video pointing out the flaws on Tuesday, Target confirmed that it would be removing the item from all its stores and its website. The AP reported that the magnetic activity appeared to be made by uh, Benden, an Ohio-based children's publisher. So Target put out a statement, they're not going to sell these anymore. Espy told the Associated Press that she brought the learning activity at the end of January, hoping to hand it out to her children, but she quickly discovered the error after opening up at home. Espy pointed out that Woodson's name appeared under Dubois' photo. Washington's name appeared under Woodson's, and Dubois' name showed up under Washington's photo. I teach U.S. history, and I notice some discrepancies as soon as I open this. I get this mistakes happen, but this needs to be corrected ASAP. No, I mean, all right, so the names were, were right, but they were under the wrong person. Yeah. Is this an error, or is this just a bad printing of the thing? I mean, if it said, like, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and, and fucking uh, Rosa Parks on it, then I'd be like, okay, those are the complete wrong names. Yeah, I don't know who these three are. But think about think about the movie poster for Ghostbusters. Random thing. You've yeah. got from left to right. You got like Bankman's in the middle. You got like a Ray and you got Egon. But the names are, are in different spots. They're not directly under the person that's supposed to identify. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe the names being there is good enough. They don't have to necessarily be under the person. Okay, no. The, the, these magnets were like. You think this is wrong? It, or, it was blatant. I'm like, just saying. Like, is this a nitpick? I don't think this is a nitpick at all. Only because, and I'm only saying that because I didn't read the article, but I saw the pictures. I saw the picture of the magnets, and then comparing to the actual pictures of the, the real person. It was that bad. And, I, and it's the it, no, you got to change it. But yeah. like, don't be mad at Target when Target wasn't the one who made, people were pissed at Target. Like Target fucking opens a package and checks it before they put it on their shelf. Like you can't they be should. mad at. Tar- they should. Really? Yeah, I mean, if I own a humongous, but I'm not going to let anyone just put shit on my shelves and sell. You got to have a company. It has to have a quality person I guess, look at this shit. I mean, I don't know. Otherwise, our podcast be playing at every fucking Walmart all the time. Like, yeah, just fucking put this in here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just fucking play it. Just, just fucking play it. <laughs> Who cares? Just play it. <laughs> I guess. I guess. It's just, I don't, I don't know. Like, at least they pulled it up from their shelf. 
But yeah, like whoever did that, man, they, they fucked up. Like, what are you doing? Like, pay attention. Probably the same month that Target was slammed for with their Pride collection, which included a kid's swimsuit with a tag reading, thoughtfully fit on multiple body types and gender expressions. They also featured LGB-themed books aimed at young children, such as the pronoun book Bye Bye Binary, a story about a joyful baby who refuses to conform to gender binary and instead chooses toys, colors, and clothes that make them happy. Stop confusing these kids. And they had another one around Christmas. Uh, They had sold an ornament of a black Santa Claus in a wheelchair for some reason. (laughs) What? (laughs) I I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, what's that? I don't get that one at all. A black Santa in a wheelchair. What the fuck was the... I never you heard sure about it was this a wheelchair? one. I would, like, That's what it says. That's what it said. It said the target was under... Uh... He wasn't just sitting down in like a, in a chair somewhere. Why would you sell that? Who made that? I, I have no... Why the fuck? Maybe they don't have a fucking person that's... I don't think they things. do if they're selling this type of crap. I mean, so like what you're saying is that we can pull up the SUV in front of a target, grab a bunch of boxes, walk in the target, clear fucking space off, and just, just put our own shit stuff. up there. Oh my Go god. Go grab someone with the registry and be like, you put nineteen ninety nine or each and every one of these things in that and I'm gonna come back tomorrow. They better be fucking stocked, alright? So weird. Can you imagine that? A fucking it's... target, dude. A black Santa and can you in imagine the family? Why? If you go into someone's house and they've got that on their fucking tree, be like, dude, you got what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, so you're the guy that ordered it. You're you're the guy. <laughs> That's bizarre, man. Uh, Santa uh, in the hood. He was trying. He was trying to. He was Santa went down the wrong chimney. Get the fuck out of my house! I'll pop a cap in your ass. He's magical. He can't be in a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while taking an Uber home to his six hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars townhouse, a Florida man exposed his genitals and pleasured himself to completion, forcing the driver to clean up the mess left behind. Oh, he finished. By his front seat passenger seat, police charge. He finished. Hey, at least he finished, man. He was in the front seat. Yeah. Next to the driver. I would, as soon as that he whipped it out, I would have been stomping on the brake, yeah. get out. You don't like, sit in the front seat. No. Don't, I, I don't want you in the front next to me. No, I don't want you in my car. Yeah. You nasty, nasty person. Like, get the hell out. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. According to court records, the driver picked up Jason Haggerty, who's 46, around 8.45 p.m. Saturday in Tampa and drove him to St. Petersburg. While en route... Uh, Haggerty displays and exposes penis and proceeded to masturbate the duration of the ride until arriving home. The driver told cops he speaks no English. Convenient. Wonder where he's from. <laughs> um. Jesus Christ. He speaks <laughs> no English and was unable to tell the defendant to stop, though he did use his phone to record the defendant masturbating. You fucking sick fucking freak. Like, why would... Why... Why would you don't? You're driving. You don't. You this can't recording speak. shit. You you know what I would have done? Oh, God. I would have given the guy a ticket for using his phone while driving a vehicle, and I would have been like, "You fucking pussy! Just take the ticket because you no, know, you're not getting any help for this. You filmed the person. Rec- you don't even need to speak English either. No. Like like I said, slam on the brakes, point to the freaking door. Like no, get like, out. Yeah. Push him out. Like, people people it. understand anger, no matter what the language is. If right. I go to a lang- like a, an area, if like if I go to Canada and a bunch of people are speaking French at me and, and, and they're yelling and pointing, I know I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing. I'm, I'm oh shit. 
I'm sorry. I'm walking into the fucking men's bathroom. I'm sorry. I didn't self-identify first. I know this is Canada. You guys are idiots. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. So he filmed it. Yeah. Uh, the driver said Haggerty ejaculated inside the vehicle. He let the guy finish. So what a gentleman! And he recorded. And I'm sure he got the money shot. He probably zoomed in for it. Just let me know when you're going to come, okay? In order to continue working, the driver had to personally clean the seminal fluid from his own vehicle, a detective reported. What a pussy, man. Now, see, this is the thing. Why are you cleaning it up? Because you you have video of it. Like, I would, that's when I would call the cops and be like, look, you know, they could take DNA samples. (laughs) They could take pictures. This is just, this is incredible. (laughs) An arrest affidavit noted, um... That there was a third unknown person in the vehicle's back seat who spoke up for the victim at the conclusion of the ride. Police believe alcohol played a role in the incident. Haggerty, a licensed nurse practitioner, was arrested for exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor, and booked into the county jail. During a court hearing, the judge directed Haggerty to have no contact with the driver. Additionally, the judge ruled that the defendant shall not use Uber, Lyft, Rideshare, or any assisted means of transportation while the case is pending. So, that that's, um, yeah. What is up with this recording generation? He's a nurse practitioner. <laughs> we got to stop with this recording shit. Can I tell you about a video I saw really quick this morning? Uh, yeah. There was a video of this delivery driver, and the guy didn't get a tip. And he was dropping off these groceries at this couple's house, and they were in their 20s, the couple... And the woman, of course, is in front, yelling at this delivery driver. He's yelling back at her, saying, I'm taking your groceries back to the store. You know what I'm doing? And he pulls out his phone. He's like, I'm canceling your order. You can go to the store and pick it up yourself. He's like, I've never not been tipped before. And the woman's like, really? I can't believe Are you really doing this right now? We don't give out handouts. And and the guy's like this older, like maybe 50s, early 60s-year-old Italian male. He's got that Italian accent. Hey, I never got the fucking tip. And the boyfriend is is filming this tirade as his wife or girlfriend is yelling back at this guy who is screaming at her. Mm-hmm. The guy doesn't say one fucking thing. I had no idea it was her boyfriend recording. I thought it was her recording. Until the guy who's who's the, the driver goes, I'm going to slap you, you disrespectful bitch. And then you hear a guy's voice like, whoa, dude, I'm recording this. <laughs> whoa, dude. And, and I'm like, wait a second. So there's a guy, I'm presuming... The guy's with her. He's in the house with her recording this. Yeah. Obviously, her boyfriend or son. You're not defending this woman. As some dude lunges towards her with his hand back, like withdrawn. Like he's going to smack you in the face. Smack her. The guy didn't smack her because he, he was like, I should smack her. And he lunged towards her and then, and then stopped himself. I was like, well, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Keanu come from? <laughs> well, I'm recording this. I should be John Wick instead. But seriously, man, like you're recording. You got to put the camera down and defend your woman, man. You don't let some dude fucking scream at her and then say he's gonna smack her in the face. And oh, I'm recording. What the fuck, man? I don't know, man. This is what they do now. It's like immediately they'll start. And there was a video of that actor Orlando Brown. He used to be an actor, that like black dude who went fucking insane. That child actor who's like an insane fucking dude now. He was in someone's face screaming, and he's holding his phone out, arms stretched out, camera in the guy's face, and he's screaming at the guy. Mm-hmm. This is how they argue now. This is how people fight. Hey, remember you were talking about the hill the other day? Hey, let's meet up at the hill. Bring your cell phone, bitch. 
And I'm going to record you. And they got their cameras out. And they're doing a little fucking routine, dance routine and shit. Oh, what the fuck is this all about? I'm going to yell at you and then I'm going to post it on my feed and see who gets more likes. That's how you win fights now. Whoever gets more likes on the fight video that's not fighting, it's just bitching. Fuck these people, man. It's so aggravating. It's not aggravating. Yeah. That's what they do now, man. It really is. Well, listen, our pal Jay Hall sent this one in, and this is a fucking weird one. And I was just talking about cell phones and pictures and stuff. We were actually at the uh, Dollar General today. Yeah. Can you imagine if someone came up to us in a dollar store and did what this man did in Grovetown, Georgia, where he's been arrested after allegedly showing photographs of male genitalia of of genitalia to customers in a, in a dollar store? Now, according to the Grovetown Police Department, a bolo was released on Thursday, February 1st, in connection to the incident that happened at the Family Dollar on East Robinson Avenue in Grovetown. According to authorities, Miguel Zahid Rodriguez, 27 years old, was arrested Friday, February 2nd, and charged with two counts of distributing obscene materials. So officials with the Grovetown Police Department say they were searching for an unidentified male wearing U.S. Army fatigues. And at the trial of the bolo, the ID was tied to a case of possible public indecency. So what he was doing was going into the store and showing random people pictures of dicks. Yeah. On a phone. And it's just such a weird, random fucking thing. That if that were to happen to me, I don't even know how I'd react because it's not something that's supposed to happen. <laughs> it's it's not like I'm sitting there and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, like in a store and I've got my phone and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, what am I going to forget this time? Yeah. And then some person taps me in the shoulder and I'm like, can I help you? And then they just don't even say a word. They just turn their phone towards me. And it's a picture of a dick. <laughs> Dude, you don't, you don't, but you. You would ignore the person, or you would turn around and be like, don't touch me. Don't fucking that, that, touch me. In the, it wouldn't yeah. even get to the point yeah. of you, because when, like a week ago, we were at the Blue Walmart, Yeah. and this woman, like, just, all she wanted was a little bit of help. She's like, I, can, can he, your husband just help me for a second? He's really talking, and I, I need someone to reach this. I go to look at you, and you booked it around the corner, and like, I'm just like, uh, uh. See, the way you tell up, it makes me sound awful. And I took up behind you with the kids in hand. I'm like, hurry up, we gotta go. The way you say it sounds so wrong, <laughs> because that's your point of view of how it happened. Because that's why. No, happened. no, yeah, it did for you, but this is how it was for me because I was ahead of you guys in the story. I was looking for something. I forgot. I, I was looking for something in particular, and I think it was to help my bladder issue, and I'm, and I'm in that area. Yeah. I couldn't find the item I was looking for, and my eyes were darting around the store. I, I, I make eye contact with this person, <laughs> and then immediately their face like lit up as if they knew me. So I darted my eyes away and just beelined in the other direction <laughs> and kept going. I didn't even wait to see what this person wanted. You call my name. I turn around. I'm already a couple of houses up. I look back and I'm and, and I just said and I just waved you on like, come on, I don't got time for this shit. And then I asked you what what it was. I'm like, oh fuck. God, that was so damn funny. But that's but, what I'm saying. If someone was to come in and they were showing, I don't like, get. I, I don't give them the time of day. There's yeah, no reason for us would, to talk. You would shut yeah. it down before yeah. you, they even showed you the phone. Like if they came anywhere near you, you'd be like, back the fuck up. Like you, you don't. You just. It just wouldn't happen. No, like, I will offer help if I see someone in need of it. Because it's happened in stores where we see a person that, like, trying to... When you're like in it. the same aisle. Yeah, you can't if get I'm in away, the yeah. same aisle and I'm going towards them and I see someone with, like, their little arm trying to reach for something, I will <laughs> gladly say, you know, hey, you need help and I'll get it for them and they'll say thank you and we'll keep it moving. But I'm already looking for stuff. I, I, I'm not supposed to come to you and ask you if you need help. I'm not an employee. 
So if we lock eyes for a second, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep that that quick lock. I'm not into you that way. You're just a person <laughs> in the store. I just looked at you for a second because I'm looking for something else, and I'm and I'm keeping it moving. It just made me laugh because I was like, "What am I supposed to do?" So I just, I'm like, "Same, come on, we gotta go." But like that's that's what it is. I mean, I'm not here to help people. I'm, I'm not proactively looking for people to help in a Walmart. I'm there to get what I'm getting, and I'm leaving. <laughs> I had no idea what this woman wanted, except for she got excited when she saw me. Who doesn't? So I just kept it going. I'm, I'm used to that look. <laughs> Fine, so I'll fucking stupid. say it. I'm used to that look. Oh, my God. So there you go. I forgot what the hell we were talking about. Some dude showing pictures of a dick in a dollar store turning to me not helping someone. Oh. But there you go. Oh, God. That's amazing. I have one more super, super quick one. Go ahead. Um... The luck of the Irish seems to have arrived a little early this year. We're still a ways away from St. Patrick's Day, but McDonald's is releasing its Shamrock Shake and Oreo Shamrock McFlurry on February 5th, which is today. I love me a Shamrock fucking shake, man. Mm. They are so fucking good. That's way earlier than uh, past year's releases, but we're not complaining. A cult favorite for years, the Shamrock Shake is... Made using just two ingredients, vanilla soft serve and shamrock shake syrup. The minty shake is then topped with a generous serving of whipped cream. So, a couple of things are coming out today with uh, Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day and stuff. I really? love those green shakes, man. They're so freaking good. <sighs> mint. Is that what it is, mint? Yes. Okay, so oh, yeah. And that's good stuff. We got a video of baby boy to look forward to. We got a video of her unofficial. You know what? This son of a bitch. I wait for certain things to drop. Like, I'm waiting for the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. That's a few months away. Every day I wait for a baby boy video. Yeah. Your sister's kid. Cutest little boy ever, man. Oh, goodness. They're in Florida for two weeks, like, enjoying 70 freaking degree weather. <laughs> like, good for you. waiting. Like, where's the new baby boy video? They're like, waiting for that new video to drop. Where is it? Oh, goodness. Good. That kid does good shit, man. But you know what? I do like shamrock shakes. I used to have them all the time, and I like that minty flavor. It's freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. My only problem is that you got to go to freaking the place to actually get the damn thing. And every time you go, whenever they release a new flavor, there's always a giant fucking line of idiots and fucking inconsiderate assholes. There it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. But just make your way to get that delicious treat. All the Irish people are going to come out of the woodwork now. Yeah. Eating. Eating shit. And Irish freaking, people are nothing but assholes, so there you go. It's about time. Drunk. Uh, fucking drunk. Pretend passwords. they're fucking Irish. Yeah. That pisses you fucking off, doesn't posers. it? That pisses you off, doesn't it? Like, fuck off, people. Nothing pisses you off more than a fucking Irish person. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, people. God. Oh, goodness. Well, listen, I know this is your favorite part of the show, and I just have no idea why. Because it's the last. The last one, man. You're really a big fan of this one because you're not going to be on the Wednesday show this week. We have a special episode dropping, and it's going to be from an interview i got to conduct, actually, a couple hours after we finish this show up. Uh, this show's recording, so what are you going to be doing this week? You're going to have the whole week to yourself. What are you going to be doing? Playing the game, man. I am... That's it? Playing the supercar game. They're, they're getting that stupid uh, ring domination event going on now. I'm trying to get this damn card. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I'm that's gonna all you're be gonna... tapping, tapping, tapping. I mean, that's with the something on in the background. While you're watching TV, that's a perfect game to play while you're watching something. Yeah. See, because yeah. I'm going to start running out of things eventually, and I was always relying on your reviews to help me find things for the future. 
I mean, I only got a couple more series to get through, and I think I'm caught up with everything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you should watch Cruel Summer. For me? Yeah. The fuck was that one about? Was throw, that Alyssa Milano? That no. But it, it, there's only two seasons, and each season is a different story. That, that was a good one, too. I don't know yeah. why the fuck they canceled it. I'm a little pissed off about that. Maybe they couldn't come up with another good story. It kind of sounds like that show I was watching with that fucking blonde and um, oh, Big Sky or something like that I was talking to you about. Oh, yeah. Each season, like the first season was really good. The second one was freaking awful. The third one got really good again. That show was like a different thing every season with the same characters. They just had like a whole different case. Yeah. Maybe I would like that show. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, this one was sent in by my good pal Lorraine. She wants to know, am I the asshole for blowing up? And my friend over RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my god. What? Is it really worth it? I mean, this has to be a trans thing, right? Like, why are you watching that weird shit? It has to be, right? You would think well, so. Well, no, there are a lot of people that like that show. That show's yeah. been on a long time, man. People love that fucking show. Yeah. I've never given it a, a shot, so I don't know. You know, RuPaul is really the first universally yeah. accepted trans person. Yeah. No one ever had a problem with RuPaul. It was just an entertainment never. thing. Never. It's it's just now. It's like freaking everywhere you look. Like, yeah. what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. like Yeah, exactly. No one ever RuPaul points to RuPaul. RuPaul was fine. I, never, I was never bothered by RuPaul at all. No one ever points to RuPaul. They're like, our trans people need rights. <laughs> RuPaul's been around since the fucking 80s. Right. Had a hit yeah. song, You Better Work. That was a great song. Awesome song. That, that was a very catchy song. Sashay. Remember that great fucking catchy song? Mm-hmm. RuPaul's been everywhere at TV shows. This TV show been around for a long, decades. Very yeah. long career. What rights don't you have? How are you not universally accepted? It's this crazy behavior. Your behaviors, your perversion isn't accepted. Your lifestyle is. It's been accepted for years. Yeah. It's not, not the crazy shit. But I don't know. Anyway, this happened a long time ago. But I'm curious as if I was in the wrong or not. This happened with me. I was 14 at the time, and my now ex-friend, who was 14, me and this friend were inseparable. You couldn't hear one name without the other. Spending so much time together, it wasn't uncommon that we had the same interest, one being drag race. What always felt weird about our friendship is it often felt like a fan-follower relationship, like she was my super fan. She would copy every aspect of my personality. If I had loved something, it was suddenly her favorite thing, too. Most commonly, pieces of media I loved. At first, it was cool... We always had things in common, but as the years went on, I started to build resentment towards her. I felt like, you know, nothing was my own. Constantly being around a copy of yourself can be really irritating. The final straw was drag race. Now, let me <laughs> ask you, did you ever have people like this in your life growing up? I did. Yeah, but you know, best friends tend to like the same thing. That's why they're your best friend. Yeah. Seriously, they, like, why would you be best friends with someone who's completely fucking different? Yeah. You know, Makes this sense. wouldn't this wouldn't bother me. We watch the same shows. Good. I have someone to freaking talk to about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we like the same books, whatever. <clears throat> I've always been really good friends with people who are exactly like me. Really? Yeah. Huh. But I, I mean like the whole personality thing. Like, hey, like when I met this person. Yeah. They completely change. But after hanging out with someone. Change, yeah. It's, it's di- like, see, but when you hang out with even relationships, I think like, like, I don't know. You tend to change. You kind of like meld together. Yeah, I mean, you were a lot happier. Fuck off. 
You were no. I'm how, wait. We still about to fuck off. I'm just saying. Like I brought you down. Like I'm thinking okay, like, you were a lot happier up. of a human being before you met me. Shut up. That's not true. You, you're, you were more social. I've been miserable since the day I was born. Like it, it you were more nothing, social though. Yeah, I was more social. But I also grew up. It had nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's... I grew up. My family screwed me over for like the upteenth time, so I finally cut them out. Like they, like things happened. We had a lot in common. And it just, I ended up getting to the same exact place as you because of shit that kept fucking happening, and I was yeah. done. I was tired of it. I have a That's much shorter it. fuse for that shit than you did, I guess. Yeah, you, like, you put up with it longer than I did. I don't know. It had nothing to do with you. But for me, like I, I, I noticed it when I was mostly in middle school. That was when kids were trying to get their own identity and popularity was a, a huge thing. And I was kind of like the person I am now, except for I cared a lot more back then. So I, I, I was a little bit like, you know, more into the, the things that were hip at the time. Yeah. And then I remember there was like, like if I made friends with someone, it wasn't very often, but I did notice it a few times where like you would meet someone and like they were into one thing. They hated football. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, hey, well, what do you like? Well, I, you know, my team's the New York Giants. And then all of a sudden you see them show up the next day with all this Giants gear and you're like, what the f- Fuck, you know, and you're like, this is weird, you know, just like stuff like that, or like adopting. Yeah. Hey, man, did you hear that new song? Like, I thought you said you hated that band until you found out I liked them, and now all of a sudden you're all. Then it just gets a little weird. So I understand how that could be off-putting. Yeah, but this is juvenile, and they're at about that age fourteen. I mean, 14. You don't see it when you're an adult. You don't see that shit. Yeah, I get it. I can't like something normally. If I enjoy something, it's all I'm thinking about for months. And from the ages of thirteen to fifteen, it was Drag Race. I knew everything about it. It was special to me, so I was reluctant to tell my friend about it because I knew she would take it. It means it's a fucking TV show, bitch. And, well, this is—I mean, this is teenage stuff. This is the way they are. But she's older now. Yeah. She said this was years ago. So why is this even getting brought up? And maybe something. This is happened. ridiculous. Immediately after she found out, as I predicted, it had become her favorite show too. Initially, I was fine with it. At least I had someone to talk to about it. So there you go. She's seeing your your side of it. But then she started acting as if she knew more about it than me. I felt bad for being angry at her, just enjoying media, but her taking yet another thing made me so mad. I thought I finally had something for myself. This is just the right amount of caddy for me, though. <laughs> I love reading about this, this shit. It's just stupid to me. Cause this, this is, is dumb. I can't wrap my head around it. I, I mean, I, I guess when you're 14, it's, you know, everybody's trying to carve out their own identity at that age, you know? Yeah. I think that's what it is. You're trying to be your own person, and you just don't want anyone to fucking steal your flair, I guess, even though everyone's on the same wavelength at that age. You're all stupid. The day I had enough is when she, we were walking to school singing a song from Drag Race. We were singing in unison, but when we got to a certain part, we sung different words. I told her she had sung it wrong, and she looked at me with the smuggest look I had ever seen, laughed, and told me that she would know she listened to the song that morning. That song had been burned in my brain, so taken aback, I told her again. She rolled her eyes and muttered how she was right. I was angry, telling her again, this I'm explaining. She saw my anger and backed off a bit. She agreed that she was wrong, but I could tell she didn't actually believe it and was just trying to shut me up. Oh, man. I started to shout, telling her I knew she didn't actually agree. I would have pulled up the lyrics, but phones were banned at school. Oh, my God. We went back and forth, her telling me to calm down and stop shouting, that I'm making a scene over nothing. In response, in public, I screamed, This is not a scene. Do you want me to make a fucking scene? Because I'll make a fucking scene. After that, she dropped her attitude and agreed she was wrong. We pulled up the lyrics later and found out that I was right. Then she started making excuses. I'm not proud of the way I acted, but I stand by it. I told the story to people over the years and have been met with different opinions. I've been holding this for a while, so am I the asshole? Yes. Hands down, 
no question, you're an asshole. It's been years and it's still bothering you. Thank you. You just like yeah, what are you, you talking about? This is from middle school. Bitch, grow up. Yeah. This is over a freaking song to a show. Are you kidding? You nailed this it. This is so stupid. Grow up. You're an asshole. I don't like you. You nailed it. Holy fuck. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> you oh perfectly nailed it. I couldn't wait till that one was over. Like this, this, it's been years. Yeah. Oh my god, girl, grow up. I get why she felt that way at the time because that's, everyone yeah, was a okay, fourteen. Why are you still thinking about yeah. it? That that's what doesn't make sense. I don't condemn people without without you know throwing myself in there, my own personal because like yeah, I I was like this at one point. I hated it when people were like, dude, just be yourself because I because I was always the kind of person that told people, be yourself, man. I, I say it to this day, that's the one thing that I've been saying my entire life. be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. You know, stop fucking you know, just be your be your own person. You're better that way. Me and my friends would get in arguments, but do you, I can tell you right now, I don't remember what any of them were about. Yeah, it never. And went like to a this month point. later, we would be friends again. Yeah. Like it was never like, oh my god, she's like seriously still thinking about something that happened in middle school. Like that, what is that? Mm-hmm. I can't. I have no idea what the hell we would fight about. It's just the way it is in school. And that's how you know. know this person's an asshole because they've Stupid. been holding this for so long. Yeah, and they're still they've been bringing it up to people yeah. over the years. Yeah. Oh my god. I would love to know how old they are now. Uh, me too. I would love to know. But even yeah, they're if, even if they're like even if they're seventeen, eighteen. Like at some point you gotta grow up and let shit go. It's yeah. been years. Like let I it agree. go. I don't goodbye. I agree. That was an easy one right there, man. Oh Lord. It's just really petty, but that's the way it is, man. I mean, when you're 14, image is everything. When you're in that age, man, I, I would say, what, 12 to like 16, that's, that's your entire life is your image. And your image changes. Yeah. The thing is, is you try so hard to fit in when you're young that you fucking miss out on so much. Your entire <laughs> life, you're trying to find out your identity, and you don't find out who you are until it's too late in life. And when you become that comfortable person, like when you're in your 30s probably, some people are probably finally comfortable with who they are you know you're always trying to be someone else yeah. <clears throat> especially when you look at the people online now like what are they doing they're trying to emulate someone else they've seen there's too many fucking followers not enough leaders in life and they're always just trying to be and emulate something else and then when they get to their 30s they hopefully get some maturity and like me personally and like you how you said you've changed you hit that age a little sooner I hit that age a little sooner and then you cut people out of your life and you become living a different way and it's like that's who you were always meant to be your whole life is like you're prepping to be that person. And some people find it too late in life. Some people find it sooner. And this person probably is at that point now because they're reflecting on the shit that they did horribly when they were younger. So there's hope for this person, even though they are an no, asshole. No, there's no hope one. for this person. There's hope for this person. There's no hope for this person. They're hope. They've been talking, bringing it up several times to multiple different people over the years. How are you? From 14. Well, the buck stops here. We call them an asshole. They're asshole and you like seriously go away. Oh my god, I would not want to be this person's friend at all. Great find, great find on that one. So thank you for sending send in more of these then. You can send them right over to the oh, email. Oh, someone sent that in? Yeah, that was from our pal Lorraine. Sent that one in on oh. uh, an email. So there you go. Thank god. you. God. Yeah. Oh god, that was awful. Yeah. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. You're going to see everyone on Friday at 6 o'clock Eastern on the live show. But I'll be seeing you guys on Wednesday here for a special episode. We'll see you then.